Anxiety. The things you face so flee. Fight or flight. The things not always in sight. Anxiety. The things you face so flee. All the things mentally and physically. Type of music that get created when you go through it. Type of universe you only get sucked through with it. Black hole style. But this planet and neither us gonna be here for a while. Bringing this shit from the south to the north like the Nile. Anxiety. The things you face or flee. Fight or flight. The things not always in sight. Anxiety, the things you face or flee, all the things mentally and physically. You call it Iran, cause you outran your mouth. Word limits, catch you limited, like we still on roll back minutes. I designed the course so I'm winning on my terms every time. No term limits, dictator shit, no gimmicks. Experimenting and researching, social distancing, potion mix in, sinning so potent, but not when you own it. When you legalize and control it, Mother Nature who sold it. All men equal, but look at who wrote it and what world they were posed with. Anxiety, the things you face or flee, fight or flight, the things not always in sight. Anxiety, the things you face or flee. All the things mentally and physically. Look at what we supposed to do. Do what you should do. Even when nobody looking at you. Cause nobody give a nobody give a fuck about you. Self-help philosophy and cherry trees. Thanks to Gary V. We gonna execute on the 2020s. On the 2020s. Bringing it back to here, ladies and gentlemen, unfiltered vitamin Z. What we gonna talk about today? Firebending. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about this today. Firebending, right? Firebending. Remember that episode in Avatar when they go to that little sun temple thing to get their fire back? Like, literally, because they were losing that shit and Aang had to, like, learn that shit quick before it was time to fight the Fire Lord. But everybody know who's going to fuck up if he didn't learn this shit. And Zuko came out of nowhere like, yo, let me help you with this, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's like... I was never the Avatar. Like, I used to think it was with my bald head sometimes. I'd be like, oh, shit, bro. 
some blue arrow action right now hell yeah but like it's the whole z situation you know what i'm saying it's like i think i wrote this somewhere hold on i might have said this on a previous podcast too shit hold on let me find it i go oh yeah trying to move from being a product of my generation to producing something in this generation of z's unfiltered z's brought to you by zaid unfiltered vitamin z so yeah, and then yeah. So the whole Zuko like firebending thing. If you haven't ever watched Avatar before, watch that shit. If you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, go watch that shit. Lighter control, yeah. So when you look at when you're using a lighter and shit, right? Think of this: the old humans. You know what I'm saying? Like all the ancestors. All right, never mind. I was hearing a ringing through the music, but I thought it was hanging a ringing in my head, and I thought I was going to have another schizophrenic episode or something, but I'm straight. Okay. The whole lighter shit. It is amazing to see ancient humans basically only get fire when lightning would strike. You know what I'm saying? Like, before we could, like, manufacture this shit and just get fire whenever the fuck we wanted it, just to feel warm whenever we wanted There was a time where you were constantly fucking cold, and it sucked. And people wanted to find a way how to keep their motherfucking feet warm and cook some goddamn meat. And now we can do that shit anytime. So the fact that what people would, like, wait for, I'm, here's the thing. If you think about this, from that fire to this, either humans are, I am doubting how actually smart we are, or it's just kind of weird that I feel closer to that human than I would feel to a human of what I would expect to be living in 2020 to be like. You know what I mean? Like, if I could think of that time, or even not too long ago, like, let's just say even a thousand years ago, did they have fire stability? Could they make, know how to create fire a thousand years ago? Shit, let's just go, like, yeah, G- Jesus time, right? Let's go to BC, 2,000 years ago then. I just wouldn't think people now. I don't know if they even thought in the terms of 2,000, because the Sumerians, you know, had to help help us a lot with time, like the whole 60 thing with 60 seconds in a minute, and the Greeks were able to even averagely estimate the whole diameter of the planet, so these people knew numbers, they were still asking questions, they were still doing shit, even though they had the limitations that we do, that's the crazy part to think is that I feel like based off what they had access to, that ratio of what they were able to produce with what they had access to, doesn't feel like it's matching our ratio now, I don't feel like even someone like me, or even other people with like, you know, all these doctorate degrees and shit, I don't feel like, in terms of what we have access to, with what we've seen the last 10, 15 years especially, that we have that same racial producing knowledge. Or maybe there is other types of knowledge and other shit going on that I'm just doubting. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the discoveries that we are making are really, like, big, and it just doesn't seem that big because it doesn't have that same historical context that you do when you're looking at shit from the past. You're like, oh, shit, that was, like, pretty sick. Maybe the Greeks were like, yeah, shit, we found a diameter planet. But they used to have fucking wild-ass parties because, you know, they used to believe in procrastination, too. Procrastination was actually a way to let your mind sink in with a bunch of shit, and then you would end up finding things through that. You know, you were supposed to put all your mind on an autopilot zone and just, like, let it flow through shit. They valued procrastination. Whereas, you know, you see, we see it, like frowned upon nowadays so that's what i'm saying it's like how have we really improved in the ways we ask questions or have we and it just doesn't seem that way you know well what i'm saying is like you know it also goes back to efficiency like are we doing and producing the best types of knowledge that we can possibly can you know what i'm saying are we really each pushing ourselves on a micro and a macro to really and create you know of course sustainability in mind and in, in, in every aspect but change in the way that we see it coming from peace love and 
a positive growth. You know what I'm saying? A positive growth, not just for a few people, but for what it means to be human, because that's essentially what we all are. Not essentially, that's that's it is what we are. So you can create beneficial things to society, but is that just a small market for it? You know what I'm saying? And is it just a market for other people to consume that, you know, had a lot to give away? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, we're not even robbing them. They just got so much that they're just going to throw out loose change from their pockets. You know, they're going to throw out a lot at us and they won't even miss it and it still be fine. And that's kind of sucks. Trying to find a song. I've been trying not to listen to too much hip hop, which sucks. Because I'm like trying to write and just trying to, you know, you got to find your own voice. But it is good to get influences and to learn things too, to examine. So yeah, fire bending and the whole control thing. Because here's the thing with the lighter thing, the fire. You can always take back fire, right? It's always you. The whole thing about fire is control that you can never take it back, right? You you can always add more fire, but you can never take back some. You know what that shit is out there? It's out there, and that's why you would see it throughout episode the consequence of the fire bending. The first time Ang tried it, he burned Katara, and he got really pissed, and never tried learning since then, and he was very insecure about that. That's why it took him so long to learn it, and up until the last minute because he was fucking procrastinating. But you know, sometimes shit comes through at the last second. So it's like haircutting. You know what I'm saying? You can always, if you got different hairstyles you want to try, what you got to do is, is you got to do the longer hair one first. Whatever one has the most hair, whatever style you have in mind. Like try different styles too is for that reason. And then you go from there. You like the, you don't like the first one? All right, go to number two, which the second longest hair. And then if you don't like that one, well, there's only one option left and that makes it easier then. Whether or not you like the first two and whether or not you didn't. So either way, you're going to end up with a nice cut. It's just, you know. Different types of cuts. And for different types of heads. Speaking of barbers, barber relationship is key in this world. Your barber relationship defines what type of person you are. You know what I'm saying? You're the type of person to just walk in and out of places. You don't even go to one consistent place, let alone the fact one consistent person. I don't know how the fuck you live your life, honestly. You just, you don't, you're the type of people that don't, that be like in public bathrooms, take a shit, and you just get up and don't even wipe. 99.999% white people, white dudes. I see that shit all the time. And then you even wash your hands. You those motherfuckers. That's what you are. Dirty ass. Shout out to my barbers, Willie and Reggie and David. Por ahora. A lot of things in this life are cancerous. Ideas and food. You know, so a lot of times, like, there are certain things that we planted in ourselves even. Not maybe even sometimes planted by other people. And that ranges from so many different things. And those things can be cancerous to us. The people around you, what you put into your body, the things you put on your back, the things you put on your skin. You know, there's so many different things that could... Be, be harming us. So many things that are in close contact with us, you know, the mold on walls and all these different shit. So all this, it, it goes back to ideas and food, you know. You got to cut things out. Cut things off. 
even vaccines, like that's the thing. I was having a conversation with a friend about it, um, Eduardo here, and one of them is like, one of the vaccines is gonna fuck somebody up. Like out of five million vaccines, one of them is gonna fuck somebody up, and it's gonna discredit the whole vaccine, like one case, because we always like to. Sometimes we don't just like to show norms. We like to show extremes and then value one extreme or another and some shits like that. So we'll put that one case and it's just like nothing is perfect and even though we don't yet sometimes are fully aware that with ourselves that you're not going to be perfect of every hour of every fucking day that sometimes we assume the systems and institutions we've created are going to be perfect 100 percent of the time you, you know what i mean what well, we forget to look back at who was the creator who created that institution we did you know this this car was made by us yeah you know sometimes these there are going to be some fucking defects with these airbags and shit like that and some recalls and it's going to piss off some toyota ceo that's going to kill himself afterwards so yeah it happens it happens but it's because nothing's 100 percent nothing's perfect you know what I'm saying? No. Even when we say, like, we're prepared, you know, preparations don't always, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when we, when government lies, you know, when people lie, here's the thing. It's not even good to call them governments. Just anybody that's in, in dictating what is and what is legal, what, you know, what is, we're talking about criminal here. Because that's what separates us from, you know, anarchy and, and all types of fuck shit. Just, there's, there's laws, there's a system, there's a code of conduct and even unwritten social rules that vary from country to country and culture to culture. That essentially keep people in line and sleeping and shitting and fucking and not fucking other things. You know what I mean? It's a way to keep us as human on the line. It's not like the complete everything, but it's essentially the gist of it. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that's in power, whether it's going to be the church and some local, you know, leaders in the desert, it's going to be a tribe, it's going to be the oldest, it's going to be the strongest, depending on the types of society, it's going to be the smartest, it's going to be the politics, it's going to be the religion, it's going to be whatever. It's going to be oftentimes people that are able to not just or even oftentimes deliver your needs. But keep you away from the things you don't want. You know what I'm saying? They're not always there to tell you, to give you like, hey, we're going to give you everything that you want. No, no, no. But the things that you don't want, the things that you really are going to like sweat your ass off for and pay for because taxes, the things that you can, because it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a local mafia boss on the corner collecting, you know, his little rent from every place on the, on the corner. No, it's, there's, there's, there's taxes and there's whole different types of fucking taxes. So don't look at it like as one way better than the other way. It's just simply it's a different it's a different group of people. It's a different institution with different rules and and it's just like that and different validations because there's certain validations that don't even exist but we essentially give them simply because of how they look. You know what I'm saying? It's like banks. You know we trust people in ties. That's why bankers wear ties. It's not because that's what you know is supposed to make you look. That's the you that that's your working. It's not like it's a work uniform. Like well look at me like I have a like real shit job. No no no. It's a psychological tool. There's really no practical reason to need a fucking tie. If anything, I see it like as a security threat. If I'm walking around in a tie, it's going to make it easy for somebody to just choke me. Or choke myself. Shit, bro. I hate wearing suits in general. Speaking of clothes and suits, like that's the thing. I don't even think that's the most practical thing to be doing. Like why in my society they want to put on suits? Because you, you look at someone like Steve Jobs, right? And he had the same sweater, the same jeans, the same sneakers. Because it's a billionaire mindset. It's just not enough time in his day, stress, anything on a constant daily basis to be stressed and thinking about what am I going to wear today? What do I need? To, oh, I need this stuff. I need this. I need that. I need that. I need that. 
and oh you know and then thinking about because you're, at the same time when you're doing that all the time what are you doing you're thinking of how other people are going to look at you you right you want to look to impress you want to show this you want to show that you want to look good and feel good i get that but at the same time there's so many other aspects of it that's why if you you know if you ever went to a school with uniforms it, you know you just wake up in the morning like you you do notice you do save time you do save time and um, that's what they're trying to do. Zuckerberg does the same thing. I think more of a, like a t-shirt, jeans, some vans or some shit, whatever, and like a light jacket or sweater or whatever. That's that's usually like his go-to. And it just makes it easier. It just makes it easier and you just go through. So when you find something that you're comfortable with, something that's versatile and practical, which is I think is what they do. And then, you know, within that, there is a lot of room to, you know, what it, what is you, what, you know, personally you. And you do that, and I, you know, you can essentially just become more of a minimalist with your clothes, then, and just have those, you know, more quality items. That, of course, I mean, you're not doing this like all in a day. You know what I'm saying? This shit takes like a little bit of time, because it depends from where you're starting. Like, for example, like if you don't have any decent pairs, you know, shoes to go out in or any boots or anything like that, it's like you want to have like a little bit of everything. That way, you're always prepared for a lot of different situations, and that way, so you don't feel like. How do I say this? Like, uh, yeah, you know, you do look good. You do feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're about to go, like, work out or, like, you know, you better go hoop or something like that. But everybody can do that within their own budget and with their own personal, you know, creativity. You know what I'm saying? It really don't take much. You know what I'm saying? But, like, some people will refuse to shop, like, at places like Ross or TJ Maxx and shit like that. Or even, like, you know, less than that, like, like thrift stores or, like, Goodwill and shit like that shit. I, you know, sometimes you see Goodwill popping, Salvation Army and shit, because you do find cool shit. And it's, here's the thing, reusing clothes instead of throwing them away is, you know, much better for the planet, too. That, that's a fact. That first smoke be the test. Whether or not you soft, whether or not you choking cough. That smoker's cough, though, is the only cough I want to hear, though. That first smoke, be the first one to make you panic and choke. That second smoke, all the anxiety flows away, somewhere far away. Bring it back, though, not past, not future, but today. So we usually talk about questions, but... Something I want to mention was like the questions with age thing. There's certain questions you don't ask until you get to a certain age, and you still, until you start dealing with certain things. There's different phases throughout your life that you're going to be asking different questions than others. So, you know, that's why throughout ages, it's still different problems. That's why you need to learn with them early and how to cope with them because you're going to reach different problems attached and associated with different ages and different phases of your life because not each age necessarily has like a relative significance or phase with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes certain questions you don't ask yourself at one point, you ask yourself later. Later, Like for Arabs, it's kind of weird to see someone start picking up smoking cigs, for example, in their 40s and 50s, if they never smoked as teenagers and young adults. That's something that we see kind of weird. And it's, um, yeah, it's just it's just something that, that, an example that some people, for example, you know, that like the midlife crisis thing, you know what I'm saying? Some questions you got to a point where it's not just the midlife, but what are you doing with that money? When you say like buying that sports car, you have money, you have saves. You know, you you might have had a quarter life crisis had you gotten that much money when you were a quarter of your age. But since this is going off the average of people, you know, once they've been working for a decent amount of time and accumulated some savings, that they could do some shit like that. And assuming that they wanted to be married in the first place, that put them in a position to be kids. Because what if you went to fifty without having kids? Because some people are fifty and are grandfathers. Other people are fifty and still walking around like they're twenty five single. I'm not saying one is right, one is wrong with the other. 
I'm just saying it's a different comprehension of like it just it's a diff, it's a fifty that looks like a different fifty. That's all it is. You know, not just different doesn't mean worse or better. It's just different. Cause I mean, like when you were a teenager, you know, and you're going through puberty and shit, and it's different when you like a woman going through menopause. You could be a dude. You know, at some point you get to an age, you start losing your bounce. You know what I'm saying? Testosterone becomes a little bit of an issue. There's a certain energy you're trying to get back. So, yeah, there's different ages. I heard the nose and the ears never stop growing, which sucks for me if you know me. 